Your attention please, your favorite podcast is about to start. Listeners of the Ramadiarasa podcast, enjoy! Have you ever thought of dropping out? Yeah, definitely. No. No. Yes. No. Get in, losers. We're taking you to high school. Hi, welcome back to OK High School. My name is Denaya. And I'm Na. If you do drop out, what would you do instead? Probably pursue my dreams of being a MILF. I'm just joking. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll probably like you know be those young and impl- young business owners. But enough about me. Let's go back to our chapter. This chapter is going to consist of two point of views: graduate seniors looking back and those going through their senior years asking questions. So before we actually start and dive into the whole senior year thing, we want to introduce today. We have a very full house. Actually, not that. Full, but more than we usually have in OK High School. Maybe our guest, you want to introduce yourself, maybe the year you graduated, and maybe from which type of school, like international, Negri, National Plus, private. Maybe we can start by Lana. Hi, my name is Lana. I'm 18. I'm going to be 19 soon, and I feel really old. My bones is cracking. I graduated <laughs> in 2021, which is very recently. I'm now in pre-uni. And yeah, things are going well. Great. Andy. Hi, I'm Andy. I come from, I graduated two months ago from a school that often gets mispronounced. Very well way to describe your school. Okay. Um, Kevin, and then maybe Rachel. Yes, I'm Kevin. I just graduated high school from basically a school that's always mispronounced. Okay, Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm turning 18 soon. I graduated this year in what is known as the preppy school in Surabaya. And here we have Feli. Do you want to introduce yes, yourself? I'm with... Feliza in 11th grade and I'm from St. Louis One Catholic High School. Now that everybody have introduced themselves, maybe to start, uh, what is everyone's imagined senior year? I'll start. I imagine my senior year would be very, very stressful, and I'm right about it. Well, definitely not online school. I imagine it to be more fun, but I guess with a school name, you're not supposed to have fun. Just kidding. I had some fun. Not a school, not a school slander. <laughs> I, mean, oh I mean, it was good for the first half of senior year, then COVID struck, and all the fun just got sucked out. Pretty much, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Another one. Another one, maybe. Lana. So I kind of expected more of it. I definitely knew that it was very gonna it was gonna be very stressful, but I tried to ignore it because that's the type of person I am. But yeah, it, it was definitely very stressful. I don't know what I expected. So it was a combination of stressful but also high expectation of fun. Right? Yeah. Okay. So maybe Rachel, what do you imagine? Well, at first going into it, because I started junior year in a different school. Then, so 11 and 12 was a new school for me. And then I imagine like prom probably and like a trip. Like our camp was supposed to be in Bali, but then of course COVID hit. But I also imagine it to be way more stressful than I experienced it. Because I didn't think, like I think, 
like the past year I had it way more stressful than I did because like the teachers were very accommodating throughout this online situation. So I was pretty lucky in comparison to like a lot of students. That's a, a new thing that I heard that you're not as stressed as you thought you would have. Very nice to hear. Okay, Kev, our last senior, graduated senior. Yeah, I have to agree with uh, Rachel. I didn't really think senior year slash post high school will be as chill as this. Because I at first I was thinking uh, like, you know, early in year 10 when I first uh, went into high school, senior high school, I thought high school is all about being stressful and have to fear for A-levels and, you know, thinking about uni and all that future like adult life. And it turns out it's the opposite. Like, because, you know, because of the COVID pandemic, everything's so chill, which I, which I really love because I don't really have to focus on exams or homeworks or you know, all those kind of stuff, because everything's online anyways. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and, the plan, and the fact that I'm taking a gap semester, like I have seven hmm. months to prepare for university, you know, so I can just pace hmm. it out and like, Denaya, who's always, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I think the Very fact different. that we are in a country with like high COVID like I think most of us knew we weren't gonna do like A level exams or IB exams or even like the national exams. Maybe that helped because like I can't imagine myself being in Singapore where my grade eleven was online and then grade twelve it was like a combination and then you still had to do exams. But being in in Indonesia, we didn't have to do exams, so maybe that helped with not being stressful. I don't know about you guys, that's how I felt because like even though the school kind of like taunted us in between like are we going to do exams, are we not, it, mm -hmm. it kind of always felt like we weren't going to do exams anyways because the cases were always. Mm. Mm, true, but you have any like exams that replace the grades of your supposed A-level exams? Or was it just not in the IB, or at least, no. Like in the IB, you have internal assessments, right? So the one where we had to write essays, like 2,000 words, 12 pages, blah, 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 the one that we had to do a research on. So we didn't really have to do anything to replace our exam scores. And even then, like the mock exams were um, online, and that meant open book and stuff. So because our teacher couldn't prevent us from cheating. So we were allowed to have notes. Um, but like we still had our internal assessments sent out to the IB. So that was pretty nice because we have like about six months for each subject to like review it, draft it out. And then we have our teachers like tell us, oh, you should fix this, you should fix this, and read it out, what could be improved, what could be added, how you could improve your research. So I think it was pretty nice. As I said, my teachers were pretty accommodating, but I've heard different stories throughout the students in my school. I'm like listening to you and I'm so upset because I did not experience that at all. I have to go through three yeah. exams and man, I can't swear, but man, 
I am not academically smart. I have to go through three exams, exams? and all of them are math. What are those three exams? I mean, like, what do you have? So um, because I took uh, A-level maths, and obviously we can't just take a singular exam for maths, um, they made us take three separate exams to kind of like average out and give a ac in, you know, quotation marks, accurate evaluation of our skills, you know? And even then, even without the um, math exam, obviously there was still like, other exams to like see if you can even graduate at all and like listening to y'all what you experience it's it's the epitome of what online yeah. schooling should be you know understanding mm -hmm. communication and such and yeah. such but i definitely did not or i experienced i experienced less of that because not only was class very hard to pay attention to or during the pandemic and online classes, I started to realize that it was very hard for me to pay attention. Um, mm -hmm. I always thought that like that was just because, you know, like I'm lazy or whatnot, but like it was actually very hard for me to actively pay attention to the screen where it just became like so, um, it, it became a burden in a way, even in the subjects that I actually love, it's so hard to pay attention. So yeah, there's also that. and most of the teachers are I mean some of them are very understanding and I'm always grateful for that they were like you know um, very good teachers but at least in my experience it was not like a nice experience I guess mm -hmm. but you know I graduated so who am I to complain yeah I think we can <laughs> all agree that it was hard to concentrate during online classes but like also like I think it also depends on the teachers because like I know a lot of classes where the teacher would just talk on and on and on and on for like the hour of the class. My teachers were pretty nice because we get to choose our classes, right? Uh, my teachers yeah. gave us free time, all classes like, okay, this is your word. You have to submit it by the end of the week. I don't care if you do it in class. I don't care if you do it later but I'm here if you have any questions. I didn't even have to turn on my camera for like half of my classes. I only did yeah. for like homeroom. So again, I was one of the luckier students in the whole COVID-19 pandemic online situation. Mm -hmm. But I think it also really prepares like time management skills. Because if you did not have time management, you would be. How do I say this in a better way? Dead, dead. Dead. <laughs> oh, you, wouldn't dead. you wouldn't be dead per se. You would just not graduate. Like you would fail. But you wouldn't die. I think. Mm. I don't know. I think your Asian mother would definitely kill you or crucify you though. So yeah. And you'd be dead either way. True. Or like <laughs> like fling a sandal at your face, maybe. Yeah. Like, I think what um, Lona, I think, said about prom, or was it Rachel? One of you guys said about prom. I did. I feel like, yeah, about prom. And also just, like, hanging out with your friends in general, yeah. in real life. You know, just the basic that. But while we're here, while there is Feli and Alhea and Matisa, 
I want to know more what you guys imagine your senior year to be like. Okay. Uh, to be honest, um, the contrast between my my secondary level and my high school level is so far. Because the thing is that mm-hmm. I came from an international secondary level school, right? And suddenly coming to this new high school, that's suddenly like all strict and like Catholic stuff like that. It was such a surprise to me. I thought being mm. in like that school would be like, yeah, I know it would be strict and hard, but I wouldn't think it would be this hard. Like, I still remember trying to join several clubs in there. And I don't know why it, it has some kind of like latihan pendidikan or like something like that. But it's just a club. Like, but I have to went through that. And in the middle of the night, like they were like getting angry at us. And like, I was so shocked because... I don't know. I don't think international schools really do that to you. Like, I, yeah. I guess mine, mine didn't do that to me. <laughs> and what else? I guess aside from that, I thought that I would be really good at the English here. But no, I was so wrong. Overall, it's so weird. Now, okay, going back to more of your senior year. Yes. <laughs> senior year. We do want to ask everyone here, what what was your focus of senior year? And what would be your focus of senior year if you haven't stepped into senior year? You know, so it's a, quite a hard question because okay, I know a lot of people here really value um scores and stuff like that for college, but to be honest, I don't really think about college that much right now at the moment. I'm thinking about um joining organizations, getting all the experiences I can, and I guess finding new hobbies, finding new things that I'm good at. And what else? I guess for senior year, I just really hope that I can learn time management skills. I really need to learn that soon because I'm not really that great at it yet. Aside from that, I guess really want to join uh, a lot more organizations out there so that I could know where my passion is, to be honest. So like, yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. That's a good That's a good priority, see. Karena depends on where... you're applying sih, ya kan? Mm-hmm. What you need yeah. juga. Yeah, because like, if you're applying to Indonesian universities, uh, going through, like, going through organizations and making a lot of connections can actually help you into getting universities in Indonesia. Hmm. Jadi kayak similar to US dong ya? Mostly, yeah, because like, uh, there's, Indonesian universities have a lot of uh, jalur to get in like there's mm. SM, there's SBM there's Mandiri and then there's CIMAP and talent scouting and anything there's a lot of it and like for talent scouting you'll need your report and for Mandiri you can sum- oh yeah no <laughs> they use like certificates and reports and then like for Mandiri Uh, you have to write essays sometimes and things like that. Oh, I just knew. Oh my god. Where are you going, Feli? Where are you planning? I mean. Now, here's the catch. Even though I, I'm telling you guys like I'm not really prioritizing my studies, mm-hmm. I really actually want to go to dentistry. So, mm, that would be <laughs> a slap <laughs> in the face. <laughs> That's a shock. Okay. I know, it's a huge slap in the face. Oh my god. But okay, I feel like you'll do still you'll be successful in whatever you do whether it's dentistry oh my god of course of course lah of course lah of course okay 
Coba yang udah graduate nih, what was your focus in senior year? Maybe Rachel, was it more academics or? I, I don't know. I don't really remember because I felt like I really went with the flow. But I think more academics because the UK only asked for your grades and just one essay for five unis. I think that was the most stressful thing. I think I focused on writing my personal statement and the grades. But now, apparently I'm changing plans to the US. So mid like application. So we'll see what happens, but I definitely focus more on the academic side. But then again, my school allowed me to research alongside with my academics. Because say in my global politics class, I was really interested in um, at OUPKS. So I was allowed to research that as like a grade that was worth 60% of my final grade, like my final, final grade. So that was, you know, a benefit of it. So I was focused on academics, but alongside it allowed me to focus on things I'm interested in. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. I guess then that kayak ada beda-beda juga ya. Kayak you focus on academics because of what you thought your uni requirement w- would want, right, for the UK. Tapi juga kayak it doesn't really guarantee where you're going juga kan in terms of that. Because you yes. still focus on both things juga. Okay, 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 okay. Now, um, I feel like I do also want to highlight more about the senior year. Well, basically our senior year, yeah, yang recently graduated itu, the feeling of kayak kehilangan rasa the fun senior years gitu loh, yang kayak if you want to dip from your school when you're in the middle of you know the whole day, you cannot really experience that. Jadi kayak, kan some of my seniors itu, sometimes they would, after classes, they would dip. And then they would be like enjoying their senior year that they're done with their uni applications, they're done with their responsibilities, gitu. Jadi their priorities were set to studies pas di awal, but then at the end juga mereka kayak have fun gitu loh. So I wanna know, kayak Kev, what do you think more about that since you didn't really have to like apply for uni, right? So does that feeling of kehilangan, you even feel it more atau gimana? Um, I wouldn't say kehilangan is the perfect word to describe it. Mm. Yes, I, I didn't really have to like apply for uni as soon as possible and like really stress out on preparing for uni. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I just channeled the energy that I'm supposed to pour into preparing for uni into something else, like organizational mm. works or, you know, even just focusing on school or something that I didn't really need to focus on. Or just doing what I like, you know. I recently have have uh, have been starting to bake, and also you know learn music, play music, and also learn new languages. So instead of me kind of stressing myself out with preparing for uni, I kind of channel that energy into doing something that I've always wanted to do in the past, in say, few years. Mm-hmm. And especially, I I have few months, like seven months of break before. Uh, you know, actually starting the class. So yeah. it, it will be a waste if I didn't really utilize that time well. And also my parents um, are kept on telling me to kind of do, uh, learn or explore as much new things as you can before you step mm-hmm. into the adult life because in the end, it's going to be useful anyways. 
yeah yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay okay but did you focus on your studies in a way because of that or did you juggle mm. oh i wouldn't say i focused 100 on my studies i do yeah of course mm. in some way i still pay attention to my studies because i def i desperately need that a level results which mm. is disappointing but uh <laughs> okay you know i compared to offline school i wouldn't say i focused that much I definitely focus more on you know outside school like organizations and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do see a lot of that. I don't think it's a trend, but more of like the increase in standard of what high school graduates, what people look for in high school graduates, I guess, which pressurizes some. It will pressurize some seniors to actually juggle both your academics and also get external. Um, organizations I guess or communities that you're a part of but also Kaya no matter what like Kevin said no matter what you will still need your academics gitu kan and Kaya no matter where you go they will ask your transcript gitu loh Jadi kaya, yeah true so it, it's yeah, more like uh you know your responsibility as a student but because of the mm-hmm. pandemic you kind of want to do something else you know to utilize yeah. more of your Uh, time and energy that you're supposed to pour in at uh-huh. school but since yeah. you don't have school well it's better for you to do something else to be productive anyways yeah yeah like and i mean you school, have all the more time oh yeah I'm sorry. sorry like school itself is already like stressful so you need some type of coping mechanism mm. and i guess joining organizations outside of school and things like that is a coping mechanism for some people yeah like a getaway you know yeah that's my getaway It is getaway. Okay, now I actually want to ask Lona about this because she said that she had three exams. Of yeah. course, you were very stressed, right? And did you have kind of external things that you did out of it? Yeah, I was making mm-hmm. music. That was mm-hmm. also the time that I actively made music. Ah, okay. So, what was your stress level like? Like high, low, middle? Oh, hi, baby! I was crying every night. <laughs> <laughs> what was your biggest stress? A sort of like stress source of stress disappointing my parents obviously and i still mm-hmm. do so which which kid doesn't you know True. Yeah. Right? Yikes. Mm-hmm. but um, what would be your coping mechanism then with that high level of stress um to be honest there there's there's a lot of coping mechanisms to do but at the time anything that i mm-hmm. usually did to you know make myself happy which was do art or make music didn't really work out so mm. i just i basically lived on discord i talked to people mm. 24/7 because i definitely felt like i lacked um you know communication with people because of the pandemic and i drifted away from mm-hmm. a few of my friends so yeah i just try my best to like ground myself and or distract myself by studying with people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Ah, that's a new way of coping mechanism. I mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. heard much of that. Okay, so what about Andy? No fairness. I'm not the type of guy who gets stressed so easily. So really I'm mm. not I mean it's not because it's not because I don't get stressed. It's because I just kind of ignore things. It's really easy. Ah. Okay. It's really easy to just okay. put things aside and stuff. Anyways, yeah, if I do get stressed though, which does happen, 
but it's not because of school usually it's because of other things the pressure mm-hmm. of being online mostly usually i uh turn to social media good old twitter and instagram Ooh, twitter is a place for every high schoolers to like dump their yeah. stress <laughs> yeah i dump i dump i dump it every day to my three followers <laughs> no followers oh, that's Twitter. so sad give me a follow at the andy127 please <laughs> all right anyways <laughs> i tried doing stuff on twitter didn't go so well no worries so i made it so i turned to instagram which i had more followers so aside from that it's pretty much just video games and and it turned to a lot of comedy sites which if you can tell wig and uh yeah Yeah. turned to a lot really and and most recently is probably graphic design it's a passion that that i decided to reignite and for and for good purpose actually now i'm here I'm here. Such a blessing for us. Hey. Yeah. What is your high school senior bucket list? Like, what do you want to achieve in senior years? Like, maybe get a boyfriend mm. or a girlfriend. <laughs> or maybe partner. We're not discriminating genders here. Um. Yeah. What is it? What is yours? Mine is... I would like to be a, someone in... My school's year event, annual event, contest, oh. and I did. Wih, akhirnya ya. Akhirnya. <laughs> akhirnya. Oh my god, congrats! Yeah, it's very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What about others? Maybe Rachel, did you have any bucket lists? I didn't have a bucket list per se, but in Um, grade 11, when I was first starting into the idea, I was really stressed because my um, dumbass, I don't think I can say that, so I'm sorry, but I chose Indonesian language and literature. Don't ask why I chose language and literature when I can barely speak my native language, but I did because I don't know why. At first, I was like predicted a four, which is like a D or like kalau diliat in like national terms, it's like KKM. And I was like stressed out. So my goal was just to get a five or a six. I'd be happy with any of those. I I didn't need like an A star in it. I just needed to be better than a four. And I got that. Yay. Good. Yeah, That's I, good for you. That Yay. was it. I think that was it. I don't know what else I would have done in senior mm-hmm. year. Yeah. What about mm-hmm. Kevin? Anything you bucket list? Maybe the one that you haven't done. Ooh. Um. Yeah. So what? What I've mentioned before. One of my bucket lists is to be able to learn a new language, and mm. I kind of fail. I I tried learning Korean, but it didn't really work well. Uh, but I am I am definitely gonna uh, find ways to learn uh, new languages before uni. Uh, mm. Another will be 
yeah, I guess being more active in organizations and also explore more about you know opportunities in the UN and also in, in the respective field, which which is something that I've already done. So, you know, the bucket list keeps on growing as time goes by. So I don't really have a solid bucket list or like you know a to do list in life, but. Yeah, because the future is very uncertain and I wouldn't want to change myself. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm so proud though, you did get into your, you did do one of your bucket lists, right? Yes. Yep. That's so cool. Okay. So, well, I mean, Kev brought a bit about uni. And to end this chapter, there's one last question. So, Hmm. what is your uni preparations like what mm. how did you how did you learn for the how did you study for the requirements and how did you choose the location of your unis like abroad or local mm. okay hmm okay wait i feel like i should start biar kayak ada guide juga for the others of what this question is more unlike um Background is I'm going abroad to the UK, kan ya? And I feel like some people here are also going to the UK. Yeah. Andy <laughs> and Rachel is betraying us. Andy, Rachel is betraying. David Rich. Betraying. Yeah. lost my IB grades. Like, how am I supposed to attend a uni that lost my IB grades? That 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 didn't work. Oh my god! Really? They lost oh. your IB grades. They lost my IB grades. They're like, uh, okay, yeah. so I know we confirmed your place. But we just realized that we kind of lost your IB grades and you have 10 days to send us a new one. You can just send us a scan transcript. And I'm like, it takes 14 days to request a transcript from the ID. How am I going to send a new one in 10 days? That's insane. Oh my God. I like how you study abroad to be responsible and hear your, your universities. <laughs> I mean, lost, like, isn't it an excuse yeah. to get lost in the city once every once in a while now? Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I see why, Rachel, you would dip us for the US because of that. <laughs> but in terms of like, you know, how did I study for my uni requirements for and how I chose to study abroad or locally? I feel like for me, it was more of... um. I want to be more independent, I guess, to live abroad by myself. Um, of course, okay, the thought of like missing home is there. And of course, I will miss home because we're like living, what, 17 to 20 hours abroad, get a little far from our family. Jadi, that is in consideration. Tapi juga kayak, for me, I feel like if I don't change the environment where I grow from, I grow up in, I grew up in, I will not be able to grow further. Does that make, make sense? Um, yeah. But in terms of like, cerita on how did you study, did I study for my uni requirements? I prayed to God. <laughs> I just, uh, um, I studied, like I studied and also juggled my external organizations and everything. So I probably stress myself out every day from eight until like, 12 p 12 a.m i guess from 8 a.m to 12 a.m at night i would do that and then sleep and then do that all over again which is not healthy 
but I did get better than my uni requirements. So I guess it's worth it. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was a sacrifice of mental health, I guess. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Why yay? <laughs> Oh my well, God. it's not what about, good that you sacrifice uh-huh. your mental health, but it's good that you got better than what your uni required you to get. Yeah, Yay. but you know, gimana kalau misalnya lain? What about your preparations, Andy? What is it like? My preparations. So... Where do I start? I have like a lot to prepare. If I told you how I prepared just to apply to the uni, it's gonna be. Yeah. It'll be like an entire movie directed by John Watts or something. Yeah, with a lot of Easter eggs everywhere. It was just a it really lengthy. Yeah, it was. Mm. Tell me about it. Like I had to carry an entire folder, folder running around Jakarta just trying to find the correct visa office. Now I didn't run around correct find the correct visa. I found it immediately. I knew exactly where it was. Google Maps, but still. Uh, but other than that, like mental like individual preparation for myself it's pretty much mm-hmm. uh i tried joining more organizations like remaja is, is one of them highland <laughs> and uh yeah. then we and then i tried uh did i try commissioning not yet i'm not confident enough but i tried joining more organizations like remaja here is one of them i joined plenty more i'll reveal more soon other than that i also joined this like scholarship competition just to get like a 3,000 pound scholarship despite me already having 2,000 pounds of scholarship and I, so I did and uh, spoiler alert I won and uh, but then yeah <laughs> I won I thought yeah. I was gonna get 3,000 pounds right and they told me oh you got too much you're only getting a thousand <laughs> that's like a flex yeah <laughs> Thousand is still, still a lot though. Yeah. Bagi, bagi, bagi. Well, Andy, bagi no. Bagi. I need to survive. Shut up. I need I need that money. Or else I'll be living another month with depression and instant noodles. That's not new. <laughs> It's not something new. I, I want to eat like... burgers, please. Oh, burgers. It's okay. You can you can be a corporate slave. Yes. Name. Yeah. Wait. What? Yes. Corporate slave. Woo. Corporate slave. Oh, two doses going We abroad. Don't forget to bring yeah. back full of Indomies. Oh yes. Oh, that's true. And tolak yes. angin, guys. And tolak angin. That's our go. Indomie, tolak angin. Sambal. I'm kind of grateful. I'm kind of grateful. I think Australia because it's yeah. it's kind of common there. So like. Yeah, mm. no. No, but like Indomie abroad and salak angin abroad feels yeah, so see, much different than Indonesia. The yeah. taste is and different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's expensive. Isn't it? It's, it's like dollars in Australia to get one pack of Indomie. I mean, you know the Indomie in the UK is one pound. Twenty thousand. No, but you I can buy a thousand Indomies. <laughs> you can't even taste the Indomie the in the UK. It's so humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess Oh my god, a tip that I saw. Guys, a tip that I saw from YouTubers gitu, because I keep on watching kan ya. You know what they bring? They bring kayak the seeds of like chili, <laughs> like whatever plant you want, like tomato and everything. You bring the seeds and you start planting there. 
so you don't have to purchase you don't have to spend money on like extra groceries and expensive chili no but like <laughs> the whites colonized like, us but, and like, they still have hamburger foods i think that's only illegal if you like distribute it oh uh, yeah unless you want to plant it i mean like plant i mean like a real plant you know why yeah, that's still kind of illegal so, like if you get caught you can like get fined or something Because, like, my parents right. like to border security on CNN. Oh. And I was watching the UK version mm. one. And some people brought seeds to, like, plant in the UK. And they were, like, fined, like, 5,000 pounds or something for just bringing seeds. I think it's, like, correlated See? to the fact that it's not native to the UK. And it could be... Um. Yeah, it could bring like harmful pests yeah. into the UK that it will could, ruin it could the, hurt the ecosystem in the UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good That's thing like, I didn't bring. <laughs> don't bring, don't bring, don't bring the seeds. Just bring the chili. And they, if they ask, oh no, it's for eating. I'm gonna eat it in the plane. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> it's like this is our yeah. country's equivalent to Cheetos. Let us eat it. So. We're coming to an end on this series, on this chapter. If our listeners do want to hear more about like everybody here experience, like going to the, applying to the UK, US, or even like Lana's experience in juggling three examinations, you know, <laughs> feel free to like DM us or anything. So yeah, anything, any of our guests want to add on maybe? Oh, and you want to <laughs> listen to me talk about my journey with making music you know <laughs> search up lana win on spotify and apple music and also youtube music don't forget to do it guys follow <laughs> andy on Anyone twitter <laughs> andy on twitter watch other chapters because they're pretty interesting like this isn't mm-hmm. the only series that's interesting mm-hmm. there's other chapters too guys <laughs> we of life <laughs> so if you want to If you want to hit up any of us, our Instagrams are all on Remajarasa's Instagrams. Check it out. <laughs>